Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for joining with us today. Let's get started. I really wanted to take a quick second just to thank all of you who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology Radio. It has been such an exciting adventure for me. There are so many amazing things that are happening over here that I definitely want to share with you. So for the next few months, every person who signs up for my free newsletter will be entered into a drawing. In this monthly drawing, whomever wins will win a free 30-minute Skype call with me, James Miller. I will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. So go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, and sign up for my free newsletter there. Who knows? Maybe you will be the lucky winner. So sign up today. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you find your intrinsic motivation. I'll also be interviewing author and motivational coach, Brian Falchuk, who shares the philosophy of his latest book, Do a Day. This book will give you the inspirational tools to find your intrinsic motivation to daily improve your life. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on this same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me on iHeartRadio, as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, such as iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. John went to see his mentor, Nathan, as he was feeling frustrated. It was a cold winter's night, and the mentor had his fire going. What's your problem, John? The mentor asked. I just can't seem to find the motivation required to finish a project that I'm working on at the moment. Hmm, responded Nathan. Is that all you can say? Asked John. I need some time to think. Can you put that log on the fire, please? Okay. They sat in silence for a few minutes, watching the fire burn. So what should I do about my motivation levels? Asked John. Put another log on the fire. Okay, but can we talk about my motivation levels afterwards? Just let me think for a while, replied Nathan. They waited for a few minutes more as the fire crackled. Do you have an answer yet? John asked impatiently. I just need a little more time. Can you put one more log on the fire, please? Yes, but then I really want an answer. You're supposed to be my mentor, retorted John. The log went on and Nathan turned to face his young protege. Motivation is like a fire. It will die off if you don't keep giving it fuel to keep it burning. How do I do that? Inquired John. There are five logs you can use. So whenever you feel like the fire is fading, ask yourself these questions. What got you started? What is your goal? What can you learn today? What action can I take right now? Which positive people can I hang out with who will influence me? John smiled and jumped to his feet. What? Going already? Asked Nathan. You betcha, John replied. I have work to do. I can feel the fire rising already. Intrinsic motivation. In everything we do, there's usually a reason behind it. Think about your job. The career that you have wasn't something you just thought up one day. You had a drive for it. You had a passion for it. There was something inside of you that said, this is what I want to do. You put everything you had into it. You went to school for it. You studied for it. You gave it your all. And that makes sense. In relationships, what's your motivation for being with that person? Obviously, you love that person very much. There's something about them that you just can't get enough of. And it motivates you to be a better person. It motivates you to grow and develop in that relationship. What I mean by intrinsic motivation is essentially this. There's something so profound inside of you that says, yes, this is right for me. This is why I want to do this. This is why this is important. This is why I'm going to do this. And that motivation is a foundation for change. It's a foundation for success. But as we go through life, often we forget that motivation. For example, today, you're years into your career. Do you still have that same drive, that same passion for wanting to become the next version of you and grow and develop in your career? Often minutia, in other words, daily routines, boredom, mediocrity set in, and we forget that our life can change. We forget the passion that we originally had when we started something. 
When we can recognize what that initial motivation was, we can get it back. Another thing to really think about is if you want to make a change in your life, how do you find that motivation? For example, many people say, oh, I want to be incredibly wealthy or I want to be famous. But the reality is if you truly don't believe it within your heart, way down deep inside with that intrinsic motivation, you're not going to accomplish it. You have to find something that truly motivates you regardless of the highs and lows in your life because we'll all experience that. When you can identify what that is, that will motivate you and move you through those trials and tribulations that you experience and you will accomplish that goal. Sometimes we think too far ahead. In previous episodes, I've talked about two ways to make decisions. There's an information gathering stage and then there's a decision making stage. Anytime you want to make a change in your life or anytime you want to do something different, you have to gather all the information. Because if you haven't yet thought it through and then you think, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. Well, you don't yet have enough information to do it. That's why it's so important to gather this information about yourself, why you do what you do, what's the reason behind it, what's the purpose. And when you identify that, which is part of the information gathering stage, then that allows you to then start that goal, start that dream that you have. I have a wonderful guest today, Brian Falchuk, who's going to be talking about this specifically in his book. His book is called Do a Day. I wanted to give you a foundational piece for how to understand how to make an intrinsic change. And he's going to give you the specifics of how he teaches his clients and also about his book, how this is changing the lives of so many people. Figure out why you do what you do. And that motivation will continue to grow and develop in a way that you've never experienced before. But if you forgot what originally motivated you and you're just going on autopilot, unfortunately, you're not growing and developing. But my friend, there's so many wonderful, amazing things ahead of you. Find your purpose. Find that intrinsic motivation. It starts today. Did you know that I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 150 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show, so these YouTube episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode teaches you one simple lesson that you can practice daily, which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, and subscribe to my YouTube channel there, or go to youtube.com and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. My guest today has an amazing story. He went from being obese and depressed to running marathons. He's faced nearly losing his wife to illness while their young son watched. He became a vegan in just one day, and he got his master's from a top school and rose to a senior executive position in a successful business. He's transformed his life and developed an approach to help others do the same that he teaches in his best-selling book, Do a Day. He is going to share his philosophy with us today. Welcome to my show, Brian. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, it's such a pleasure to have you here today. I'm looking forward to hearing more about your book and this transformation in your own life came about. Yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing it. <laughs> That's great. Now, one of the things I was reading about you is you've lost over 100 pounds. How did that even come about? Yeah, so it's in two belts, um, close to 100 pounds the first time. And then as many people who lose weight do, I gained a bit of it back. Mm -hmm. um, so I've, I've been through two different stages. I was an obese kid. Um, and that started with, uh, you know, it wasn't born that way. So it started with, uh, just my family sort of coming apart. You know, my parents got divorced when I was really young and like a lot of little kids, uh, you don't necessarily understand these emotions mm -hmm. you're feeling and the yeah. insecurity. And, and I turned to food cause it's comfortable and yeah. it's there and doesn't judge you and all that. And, um, you know, by a, a very early age, I weighed more than my teachers did. Um, so, you know, that, that was, that was a big part of my sure. childhood. I was the fat kid and, um, through a really amazing guy who worked at my high school, who taught the PE class, um, who just took this really holistic approach to wellness before people were doing that. Um, he just introduced me to exercise and, and smarter food choices in a way that I owned instead of feeling like it was 
being put on me as a punishment. Mm -hmm. So um, it just sort of allowed me to open my own eyes to it, if that makes sense. Well, I'm sure that was so inspirational for you in the sense of, you know, being an overweight child or obese child and teenager, feeling ostracized from your peer group or perhaps we made fun of or just feeling different from them. So that's amazing that he took that vested interest in you and was able to really teach that to you and, and help you kind of mold you into the person you are today. Yeah, that was that was literally where my whole story began. Mm. Um, you know, this book I wrote, that's that's the first step is that that beginning transformation. And and the trick for me and the reason why I gain weight back is, look, who's the same person w when they're an adult as they were when they were 15 or 16 or 17? No mm -hmm. one. Yeah. So, you know, my reasons for losing weight, the, the things I was facing in life were extremely different when I was a teenager than they were when I was an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, I wasn't the fat kid anymore. So my motivation in terms of fitting in and feeling good about myself and all that, that, that just wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was, uh, one day in 2011, uh, it was June 30th specifically, my wife was, uh, she has a chronic illness that was all manifesting then mm. and she was bedridden. Um, the doctors didn't think she would make it. I didn't oh, so actually sorry. think she would make it. She did make it. I, I don't, I don't want to upset people too much. Sure, she did, she did make it, but uh, we have a, uh, a son and he was two at the time and he was watching it and, uh, you know, watching all this unfold. And so I'm looking at him thinking, you know, this, this little boy is watching his mother die and he's watching his father die just at a slower rate. Mm. Um, and it all, it all just came together for me in that moment. And I woke up the next day and things felt completely different. So yeah. I, I had this moment where my true motivation, my true reason, my why became just crystal clear to me. And that has defined everything that I've done since then. That's amazing. That's such a crucial piece that I, I talk about in the book and try to help other people find through my coaching work. Well, let's talk about that intrinsic change because everybody has a different reason for why they do something. In your book, and we're going to talk about it in just a second, do you talk specifically about how people can find that intrinsic reason or the intrinsic why to yeah. become the person they, they are destined to be or who they could become rather? Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's essentially three sections to the book. And this is a lot of what I do when I, I coach or mentor people is I first I just introduce the concept of do a day, um, which we can talk about in a minute. But then I move into finding your why. And that's discovering what your real motivation is. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, it was about my son and my relationship to him and the kind of father I want to be to him and how that impacts his life and the life that he creates and becomes, you know, a, a fully formed person, an adult, and then has, you know, all, all these sort of like the positive domino effects that would start with what I can give him as a role model and as a parent. Wow. So that, you know, that, that's pretty big stuff. That's, that's not about like <laughs> beach season or, you know, not, not wanting to be looked at as the fat guy or, sure. you know. Which I think a lot of, you know, BCD and these other struggles that people have are the symptoms of something that's, that's more internal. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's why, mm -hmm. you know, so, someone was asking me, you know, what do most people come to you for help on? And most people will come to me about something related to how they look or how they feel about how they look. And mm -hmm. I can help with that. But the reality is we're not just going to build you an exercise plan and a meal plan. We can do all that, but you're going to be right back at square one soon enough. Sure. So your self-value and self-worth are the key components. Completely. I mm -hmm. love when you use that word intrinsic. When you talk about motivations, because what we're trying to do to actually make change is discover ourselves and find out mm -hmm. intrinsic means, you know, it's it's in there. It's within us. It's not a changing um, temporal kind of thing. It's deep in there. And so that's what I try to help people unlock. And it doesn't have to be about kids or, you know, not everyone has kids. 
And that's fine. It can be about any number of things, but you have Mm -hmm. to do the self-discovery. And so what what I don't do in the book or in any of my work is tell someone what their motivation is, because that's just not going to work. Sure, of course. Well, once again, it's not an intrinsic change. Yeah, this is very much, uh, you know, teach someone to fish versus giving them the fish. Mm -hmm. I will pose the questions and I'll help you discover yourself. But this has got to be about self-work. And unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people get to do that these days. I think we're very superficial and even in dealing with ourselves. I agree. I think there's so much minutia and so many things that happen throughout the day that we just don't really build that time of reflection and introspection into our life on a daily basis. Yeah. Now, how long ago did this happen before you wrote this book. So you had this change. Thankfully, your wife is, is much better and your son was two years old at the time. How long ago was that when you thought, I'm going to write this book? Yes. Yeah, so the change came in 2011. Um, I started, okay. yeah, I, and, and I started coaching people um, just at, starting after that, you know, within a few mm-hmm. months. Um, and I've been doing that for a few years now, but it was, uh, it was in December of 2015 uh, I was on a call with with a guy who mentors me, and mm-hmm. um, he just helped me sort of figure out, okay, where where is it you ultimately want to get to, and let's start building backwards from there. And uh, this is one night in December. I was out in San Francisco for work, and the next morning I got up early for my flight, and I went for a run along the water, which is just, if you've ever been to the Embarcadero in San Francisco, it's great. It's a gorgeous area. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit warm for the time of year, and I had this amazing run, and it just all came clear to me as like, you know, I, I need to write a book. This is exactly what it's going to be. It's what I've been talking wow. to people about for years. And I got back to the hotel, showered, packed, blasted off to the airport, settled myself in the terminal while I still had Wi-Fi. And uh, I just started writing. And by the time I got on the plane, landed, I had already written about a quarter of the book. Was, oh my gosh, it, Brian, it, that's amazing. It changed quite a bit. You know, there's some editing. that went Sure, of course, of course. Yeah, I, I, I had just produced a because I was writing from my soul and I was writing from mm-hmm. what I believe. Um, you know, this wasn't, I'm going to go off and do a research project. And I, I was writing what I knew and I was writing about my experience and why it could be yeah. relevant to others. And so it just came out and that the writing itself just took a, maybe two or three months. I travel a lot for work. So I have a lot of mm-hmm. time on planes and I make the most of that. Yeah. Um, so two, three months of, I would say pretty intensive writing. So, you know, there were hours and hours where I would just churn out really deep content. Um, I got the book together and, and just sort of felt like, look, if I do nothing else with this, it doesn't matter. I've gotten so much out of this process, but that's also not like me. I don't just sort of like, uh, you know, I got pretty far. That's good enough. Come hell or high water. I was going to write a book and there's too many tools out there today to not take the next step and get it out there. Whether you get published or not, you can publish a book. And that's exactly what I did. That's phenomenal. I'm so proud of you. You know, but I also think that if you were to, to only do it haphazardly or not really put all your work in it, that would be reflective then not only of your teachings, yeah. where you may have were before when you maybe gained the weight back. Yeah. You, you didn't maintain it. So I see a parallel process there yeah. of your, if you hadn't done it, you would have reverted back to perhaps the person you were before because you have lost that intrinsic change or drive to make this change for yourself. Yeah. No, you don't, you don't have to publish a book to get more in touch with your story. You can journal it. You know, if I had done this as like, mm-hmm. I'm going to start to journal about everything that's been on my mind, that's fine. But I, I did set out with the intent of writing a book for one reason is I love the work that I do when I get to coach and mentor people. That That is yeah, so great. unbelievably rewarding. The stories that I've collected of helping people completely change their lives. And I don't, I would never say I changed anyone's life. But I, I have had a hand in helping people change mm-hmm. for themselves. Yes. But the reality is, even if I did this full time, 24 hours a day, 
Um, I could never change enough people to satisfy myself. I could never help with enough of that, that momentum in the world. And the way I can do that is, is through the book. So, you know, hundreds of people have been reading this book that they're people I never would have been able to coach otherwise. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that your reach is starting to become more expansive. That, that's wonderful. Well, let's actually focus right on the book and talk about it. So do a day. Tell us about do a day. You said it was broken up into three categories, yep. but help us understand, is it, is, it a, um, is it a workbook? Is it a novel? Is it a, a book about your life? Help us understand the specifics of it. So it's a self-help book. It's not a workbook. You don't, you know, mm-hmm. enter text into a bunch of uh, blank lines I put in and then you get mm-hmm. your answer out. <laughs> <laughs> it's structured basically it, it's not a long read it's about 135 pages uh it's meant for you to be able to take it in walk away and understand what it's all about and then go apply it to your life and so what i do is through the first several chapters in the first section i call it chapters days you know it'll mm-hmm. do a day idea um i introduce each day is a different theme or a different context in which you can use this philosophy or you, you learn about the philosophy in action um, so it's, I talked about, you know, my, my backstory of being obese and how I lost weight. I talked about how I went vegan, running a marathon issues at work, parenting, just a, a number of different situations. Um, and each one of them shares a bit of my story. So you can see, okay, what is this do a day philosophy? What does it actually mean? And how is it applicable? Exactly. And so what it is, is it's a way to, to not live with the burdens or the of mistakes or choices we've made before that we wish we didn't make mm-hmm. and to not live in fear of all that's yet to come. And yeah. people are like, oh, so it's just for weight loss. It's not. It, it literally is for anything you face in life. But the weight loss analogy is a really easy one to talk about the, the concept with people. Because when you think, you know, I had about 100 pounds to lose. For almost anybody, that's such a daunting task. Of course Most it is, people yeah. just don't even start. Or you start and after two days you quit because the scale looks about the same as when you started. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, well, this is just too much. It's too much, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely is. Guess what? You, when you have to lose 100 pounds, you don't actually lose it all in one day. So it doesn't matter how much you still have to lose. It doesn't matter how big that number is. It just matters what you're doing right now. And if what you're doing right now is contributing to your ultimate success, fantastic. So a lot of it has to do with the 24 hour reset then if you want to if you quantify something in the choices I'm going to make and only focus on is the here and now, but also in that 24 hour reset, I'm going to focus specifically on every single thing that I can do. That's, uh, that's healthier for me make those healthier choices. Because if you do think too far ahead, like you said, to lose a hundred pounds, that's going to take a while. Yeah. So I think when people can, can maybe have more of a, a convergent perspective, it helps them really say, okay, I, I can do this. This is something I can make this choice right this yes. second, not have to worry about the choice in the next second, because I only have to look at what's in front of right. me right this second. You're not making that choice right now. So mm-hmm. don't worry about it. And it, it's very easy to get caught in that sort of anxiety view of, oh my goodness, you know, there's all this or what if, what if, what if yes, and you're not doing any of those things. So let's park that for a minute and just focus on the right now. Um, it's, you know, there, there's someone asked me what's my favorite quote, and it's a seriously overused one, but it's perfect. It's the journey of a thousand miles starts with one mm-hmm. step by Lao Tzu. And that's really what we're talking about here. You're not walking a thousand miles in just one giant step. You're taking exactly. a series of steps. And if you know what, if you got a little off course with the prior step, that's okay. You can still make the right step now. And it doesn't matter, you know, how many more steps you have to do because you're not taking a thousand steps or walking a thousand miles right now. And the thing is, we we wouldn't even, even if we were hypothetically going to do that, you don't have the energy for that. And so when when you try and come up with a plan because you've never done it before, you're trying to come up with with a a goal 
with all the steps that go along with it, there's, you, you don't have a baseline for it. So, but you do have a baseline for right this second. Exactly. And right this second, you can create something that's viable, that's doable, yeah. that's applicable. Yeah. So I really, I'd really like to hear how you, you, you keep it very centralized or very focused on the here and now, you present and anchor themselves to the moment. Yeah, it's, it's really in line with the concept of mindfulness which mm-hmm. is about, you know, focus on the right now, what's yet to come doesn't matter. And what already happened doesn't matter. And there's, I mean, you, you start to think about it. And, and this is the whole point of that first section of the book is I give you so many different contexts. You're like, oh, oh, now I really start to get it. It is really versatile. You can use it in so many different settings. And that's why it's, you know, I'm, I'm a senior executive at an insurance company. Um, I use it with my own employees and I use it with people within the company that I, I mentor here. And it has nothing to do with weight loss or, you know, health and wellness or, you know, it's a purely like business and career kind of setting. Uh, I use it with people I coach that, yeah, some of them are for weight loss. I've got a guy I work with who lost his wife. Um, oh, and and he's, he's not, they're not uh, later and he's in his thirties, you know, he's not like mm, they were so in their seventies yes. or eighties and it's like, it's Gosh. sad, but it's, you know, it's, it's a normal course of life. This was a shock. Um, so you start to think about all of these different settings and, and you get, yeah, it really does apply in so many different areas, it, it's, yeah. it's pretty, pretty powerful. And that's why I love sharing it with people is I'm not worried about like, oh, you know, this doesn't really fit them or their situation. It can apply mm-hmm. to everything. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's true. You know, I think about the concept of lifeology my listeners, they always hear me talk about this, but lifeology itself is a study of life. We all have so many wonderful lessons that we can teach each other. You know, I, I can be, see a child who's doing something. And I'm like, oh, I can learn patience there, or I can learn how to laugh more. You know, whatever we do, it's, it may not look the same, but it's still a lesson that we can assimilate when we reframe it to say, well, how is this applicable to me? You know, if I want to learn something more, I'm going to just look at the world around me or talk to the people around me because I am going to learn how to grow and develop in my life. And it can also be a way to say, you know, I see what this person is doing that doesn't feel right for me. So that's a good lesson for me not to do that. Or it could just be simply the someone is so successful over here in their, in their field, whatever it may be, it's not my field, but the joy that comes along with that, the tenacity that, they've, that they're demonstrating, all of that are wonderful tools and techniques that we all can learn. So like you said, you talk about your own life in this book. And yes, some people may not be obese, they may not have experienced some other things, but that still doesn't change the foundational piece of who we are as humans. We worry, we struggle, we uh, overcome obstacles, we have faith, all these things that are very similar. And so I think it's wonderful that when they start to read this book with that mindset to be open of how is this applicable for me? And we see how it worked out in Brian's life, but how is this specifically applicable for me? I'm sure that they'll be able to see that and really assimilate that and really connect their own lives with the synopsis of this book. Yeah, I, you have such a great energy about this because I, I think it is in tune with what you're doing in this podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, yeah, I think you really, really get it. But yeah, there's there's absolutely an energy we can all take from each other, a learning we can take from each other. Whether it's exactly the same or not is totally irrelevant. We're going to grow just from experiencing and, and hearing it. You know, and I think maybe to go a little bit further beyond that, supplement what I just said or what you said as well is even if we go in thinking that we... Let's say there, there isn't anything that we think is quote unquote relevant, but the point is in that, that's a lesson to say, well, apparently I'm not open to, to discovering new things. And so there is a lesson. And once a new lesson is learned, then people can come back and say, oh my gosh, this is so relevant to my life. So I always like people to realize that if they feel there's some type of emotional block or maybe a cognitive block or a thinking block of saying something isn't relevant, sure, it may not be relevant on the surface, but there's so many underlying tangibles and connective components that really 
link people together. So if anyone hears this and, and they think oh, this isn't really relevant after they look at it, I'd really challenge you to ask yourself, well, why is it not relevant? Yeah. Take away the actual scenarios, if you will, but look at the motivational pieces behind it. Look at maybe some of the struggles that you have in your own life. In other words, if you sense, um, have a sense of mediocrity, in other words, if you always ask yourself, gosh, there's got to be something more to life. And this book is probably going to be really applicable because do a day is going to help you figure out what to do in the moment, every moment, and help you grow to eventually walk that thousand mile journey that we talked about. Yeah. You know, and the, the title itself, um, that's a, that's a big part of the, the approach is, and, mm-hmm. and it hit me when I, when I went vegan is I, I was reading a book by a, a vegan ultra athlete who I, I'm like obsessed with. He's amazing. Um, but it's just, you know, he's, he's sort of pushing you to be like, you should do it, just go vegan. And I'm like, ah, you know, I've, I've talked myself into it and out of it a million times. It's like, you know what, I'll just, I'll do it tomorrow. Cause I can do it for a day. I, you know, I stopped worrying about like, oh, what if I never eat this again and that, and what about this mm-hmm. thing I love? And I'm going to be the weird guy at the birthday party. Who's like, no, I don't eat cake. <laughs> um, you know, like all sure. of these things. And, and it's like, I'm actually not having a birthday party tomorrow. I'm just going to work and having lunch and mm-hmm. like. So I was like, I can do it for a day. And, and that's really where this, the, the saying came from is well, like you that. can do anything for a day. And the thing is, yeah. you're not doing it for more than a day. You're just doing it today. Mm-hmm. Just, just do it today. And we can worry about everything else later. And it was, I got through that day and it was so much easier than all of the, the stresses about it I had ever put in my head about how it would be. So simple. And I was like, you know what? I'll, just, <laughs> I'll do another day. That's and great. it's been two and a half plus years now. That's amazing. When I think also if we struggle in that day and say, oh, I can't do it, then we have all the data from the day before. Yeah. Well, if I did it yesterday, why can't I do it today? What's stopping me from doing it today? So it's, it's also a good counterbalance as well that when we think we don't have the endurance to move forward, we really do when we reflect back on what we've already overcome or what we've already accomplished. And you just use that as, as a counterpoint to say, well, there's no reason why I can't still do this if I just did it before. Yeah. Well, and of course, if you say you can't, guess what? You can't. Yeah, then you won't. Not with that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. true. Yeah, that's great. Where would my listeners be able to purchase this book, Brian? Um, so I have it available in a number of channels, and I've just made it simple by putting a link to all of them on my website. So if you go to doadaybook.com, there's a mm-hmm. shop link. You can go to doadaybook.com slash shop, and right there you get a link to the Amazon copy, Barnes & Noble, Nook, Kindle, iBooks, Google Play. What you know, Really, it's, it's out there in every format. But just doadaybook.com and you can get a link to every version of the book, sign copies, whatever you want. And you can find me on social media under the same name, doadaybook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, so it should be pretty easy to, to remember if you just, the book's called Do A Day and it's a book, so do a day book. <laughs> Excellent. What I will do is on my James Miller Lifeology storefront, I'll also put your book on my site as well. That's great. And they'll link it to, um, we can either have it linked to Amazon or to any other affiliates or specifically to your site as well. So you and I will talk about that later. But my listeners, simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com. We'll have it stored there. You can find Brian's book, Do a Day. Brian Falchuk, thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm so excited that you were able to share your wisdom and your book on my show. So thank you once again for joining with us today. Thanks so much for having me, James. This is great. I also want to thank you, my listener, for joining with me today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with me. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for my newsletter, enroll in the Lifeology Academy, watch my YouTube episodes, and read all the articles I've written just for you. If you'd like to become a guest or advertise on my show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. You may also follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Have a fantastic day, and I look forward to speaking with you very soon.